We are two best friends talking about life inside and outside of the gym as women, daughters, sisters, aunties, coaches, and friends. We will tackle topics ranging from the nervous system, divorce, body image, and dating in your 40s. We also like to nerd out on the inner workings of the heart, mind, and body. All content, opinions, and ideas are taken from our 47 years of combined coaching experience and is not medical advice. We don't apologize for being strong or believing we can change the world. We don't take ourselves too seriously around here, and we invite you to do the same. Ready? Just felt like go it was, team. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? One hundred percent. Go team. I just like gave myself a high five. You did. Uh, yep. High five. Butt I smack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Squeeze your butt cheeks, mom. That's right. <laughs> One of the cues, one of the cues you do every single time you That's lay right. down on the bench before you press. Squeeze your, Squeeze your butt cheeks. Squeeze them hard. So push, true. Push. It's so true. Push away the bench. All right. <clears throat> well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you are hearing another voice on the other side of this conversation that is not familiar. This is my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> well, thank you. For yeah. Me. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. So this is the uh, the Dear Life I'm In podcast. I'm Chantel Dayton, and this is my mom, Terrell Adams. Um, Terrell with a T. Yes, Terrell with a T. Not Terrell with a C or Terrell or Cheryl or Cheryl Cheryl's the one Cheryl yeah Yeah. even somebody else came in and said I met your mom what is her name again (laughs) it's not Cheryl but yeah it's it's one of those names it is you and I both have one of those names we do it's almost like you gave it why I know I don't know why I did it to you but I guess I did (laughs) Chantel 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 yeah. Oh man. All those things. Definitely all those things. So, why am I having my mom on the podcast today? Um is well one, it's just really fun to have uh a part of me uh on the podcast. And Aww. so I feel like um even when you look at like you know, I'm almost 40 years old and sometimes when we look at our like relationships with our with our moms and our dads and our siblings um, or our children, we forget like, oh my gosh, like there's a really big part of our life that was connected with these people for a really long period of time. Mm-hmm. And so um, just looking at uh, the season that we're both in now and, you know, me being almost 40 years old, I'm still your daughter and you're still my mom, yes, right? Yes. Um, and so... I invited you on because I I was actually talking to Lou because two weekends ago was it two weekends ago now yeah yeah about that almost Mm -hmm. week and a half you we were in Eugene Oregon Mm -hmm. and we watched Lou and I both went up and we watched you and my stepdad both break world records that's true so. Not only, so when you break a world record, you also set a new one. Correct. For someone else to break. Right. And so you, mother, (laughs) um, you set a lot of records Mm -hmm. this, at this event, at this meet, Mm -hmm. um, as well as 
my stepdad, he set a lot of records as oh, well, yeah. which those of you that follow my Instagram who follow Drop Gym Effect and who follow Drop Gym Medford um, may have seen this story unfold on my story. And they get to see the end product. So they right. get to see when you walk out on stage, they see this woman competing in a powerlifting meet, right. which <laughs> most people think, okay, and, and not to stereotype the um, the sport, but typically you don't see a woman who is as tall as you, no. who is a beautiful, strong woman oh, who is in her 60s, because right. you're in your 60s, right? Right. <laughs> so tell Am us- I? How I did I get here? What I happened? Yeah. Nobody told me that. <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> uh, 29 forever. <laughs> oh my gosh. So tell tell us a little bit about one, how the heck you ended up there. Right. You know, on or making the decision to uh, to compete in a powerlifting meet. And then not only that, but maybe a little bit of history of how many meets you've done and just, um, you know, which is right. also very unique in right. itself. That, totally. Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. realize how unique. Um, I guess I never really gave it a second thought as to how unique it really is that, you know, I had one meet under my belt. Mm -hmm. and um, Which was how long ago? Just this past June. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we own a gym here in Medford, Urban Fit. And uh, we, my husband, Steve, Chantel's uh, stepfather and her brother, Stephen, you know, uh, for years competed in strength competitions. And, you know, I was always played around with being an athlete, was an athlete, you know, you know, high school, stuff like that, you know, played in sports and um, uh, was always the supportive mom in all of the different events that you competed mm -hmm. in and Stephen competed in and um, my husband competed in mm -hmm. and um, didn't mean that I wasn't active behind the scenes. I just never really took the stage. Mm -hmm. And so when we um, opened the gym, uh, you know, we set it up to where there were a lot of uh, strength training platforms. And, um, you know, so we attracted a lot of those members, types mm -hmm. of people, you know, uh, people that wanted to get strong and be strong. And, and then, you know, Steve would talk about competitions and his good friends would talk, you know, that trained there would talk about competitions. And then everybody's like, okay, well, let's compete. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and for the first two years, that's what they did. And um, when I turned 60, I had decided, oh my gosh, you know, I really just need to uh, start training a little bit harder. And so I knew that I wanted to go to Mexico for my birthday yep. and I wanted to look really good in my swimsuit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's kind of like that bride, you know, uh -huh. it's like, oh my gosh, I want to look really the good day. in my, in my dress. And so I want to hurry quick, get a, get fit and look really good. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. And so I, um, had just started training really hard and, uh, thought, okay, well, wow, I'm, I'm looking better. I'm getting stronger. I'm looking good. And, and then I just maintained that, but I never thought about, uh, and that was just more of like a functional fitness kind of thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, never really thought about doing the compound lifts real heavy and those sorts of things. And so 
um, when I was trying to encourage other people in the gym to compete in that June meet over on the coast, Mm -hmm. I always heard from them, well, why don't you do it? Why aren't you doing it? You know, Mm -hmm. why aren't you doing it? And Mm -hmm. I thought, why aren't I doing it? Why don't I train for this? Yeah. I think I'm just going to, let's just do it together. Mm -hmm. So I decided I was going to, I knew enough, you know, as a, as a coach to write down all my, uh, to create a program. I created a program and I knew that that was what was going to keep me um, on the straight and narrow, you know, on the road. Mm-hmm. If I had just gone in without a plan, it would have been, ah, maybe I'll do this today. Maybe I'll do that today. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So got that put together and just started throwing the weights around, Yeah, you know, and working on different things and um, realizing that, um, you know, different things came about as I wanted to get better and stronger, uh, which were things like, oh my gosh, my femurs are so long. How am I going to be able to get this squat below parallel? Yeah. You know, um, oh my gosh, you know, the world, the, the state, my goal was to go into the first meet and try to break state records uh-huh. because I, it wasn't just enough based on who I am personality wise to go to train for something and just and see what just happens. see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. That you wanted work. to have a goal. Yes. Yeah. And it had to be That's good. It had to be enough that it would hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. So if I made a promise to myself, then I wasn't going to break that promise. So my mm-hmm. promise was, I'm going to do the best I can to get as strong as I can and as close as I can to breaking these records. And as I found myself getting stronger pretty quickly because I was real determined. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, nutrition wise and weight wise, I knew what to do. I, I, I knew all the things, right. Mm-hmm. I just had to apply them to myself. And, uh, before you knew it, I was like, Whoa, dang, I already broke. I, 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 here I am in the gym. I broke the bench record, the state record, mm-hmm. you know, I'm thinking, Oh, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to get up to 200 pounds in this deadlift. And I remember pulling, I remember just pulling yellows and thinking, holy cow, this is heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember thinking, what am I doing? <laughs> and now to put things into perspective, for those of us that don't really uh, lift, right? Um, or we do lift, but we lift inside of a CrossFit gym or right. inside of group fitness. Yeah. So like inside of drop gym or um, when you reference red, blue, yellow, uh, what is it? White, White black, black, chromes, chips. Yeah. yeah. So there's like, there's a language there that a lot of people aren't familiar with. But in this sport, the weight is measured by kilos, which is also kind of interesting as exactly. well. Because you definitely have to do some math to put into perspective. Every oh my day. Gosh, like what is yes? <laughs> what is that weight actually? And and who the heck knows why we have to have two different systems of measurement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so a, so you looked at it and you saw like, okay, so like the red plates represents 55 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Each. Mm -hmm. So those are, those are, that's a, that's a significant amount of weight. Yes. And so, you know, when you have a certain amount of reds on each side that that person is like Uh really strong as far as when you look at 
bumper plates inside of a CrossFit gym. Right. Those suckers are 45 pound plate, not a 55 pound, a 45 pound plate is like three inches wide. Right. So it takes up a lot of room on the bar. A lot of room. Which makes you makes it visually look like you have a lot more weight on the bar mm-hmm. versus these thin metal kilogram. Yeah. Yeah, which Wait, are so which heavy. Are so heavy. <laughs> I remember uh, the first meet that you went to and I took some video and it just, if, if people haven't lifted that, yeah, they have no idea. They have no idea. They're like, oh, that's cute. I know, right? Like, look. Like, oh, she has. Chantel's mom's lifting lift- some cute weight <laughs> on know, stage, right? you know? <laughs> they have no idea. They have no clue. No. No clue what it actually yeah. feels like uh-huh. to get underneath or to pull something like that off of the ground. Yeah. So I have a question for you. So when making this decision to do this, and you go into the gym, right? Which the gym is where you, I wouldn't call it practice. I'd call it training. Right. You know, uh-huh. so where you're you're taking some risks, you're testing some things, but yet you're also finding out more about your body, right? Oh, yeah. So like how you're built. You had right. even just mentioned like, oh my gosh, my femurs are really long. Mm-hmm. So those of you that are unfamiliar with uh just really what that translates to Uh is that people with long femurs struggle to squat for sure. Absolutely. Um, Because obviously knees are in different places. Hips are in different Mm -hmm. places. When you take somebody who has average size femurs or a little bit smaller, they've got longer torsos. They've got um, just their levers. Mm -hmm. So you look at the levers and you say like, okay, somebody, it's like those of us who are taller, we can run faster. Mm And it's kind of a running joke, like where Lou and I, you know, when we're working out together, she's like, well, you got such long legs. You can run so much faster than me at longer distance. But I'm like, oh, yeah, but then we're sitting here doing burpees next to each other. You're moving like burning a hole in the floor because you're able to turn these over so quick because you're so close to the ground. Right. So it's like that. You've got to you have to take like the Uh give and take. Yeah. But then I think what's really cool from even just like what you said, which was even through exploring those different parts of your body mm-hmm. and like your limbs, mm-hmm. you acknowledge like, I've got freaking long ass femurs. <laughs> right. But you know what? I'm still going to squat. I'm still going to squat. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. And so I spent hours and hours researching and paying attention to my body and trying to use, um, you know, uh, uh, Lifted shoes, um, mm-hmm. which is often used for someone in my case. Um, or like the heels lifted, the heels, right? Not like high lifted. heels, ladies. Yeah. yeah. Gentlemen, not <laughs> high heels or platforms. Exactly. But. Yeah. So the heels are lifted, you know, training on, uh, you know, with um, maybe a small weight underneath your heel, that sort of thing. And just really, um, really working at trying to figure out your body mechanics and what works best for you mm-hmm. and under a load. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you can do an air squat and everything looks really good. Then all of a sudden you put a bar on your back with no weight, just the bar, which the bar, you know, has weight also. Heavy, yeah. Yeah. Usually um, 45 pounds, 55 pounds, if mm-hmm. it, depending on which bar you're using. And, um, you know, having to put yourself in that position of, you know, whether it be a high bar or a low bar squat, you know, there's tons of different techniques with that also but you just have to you you then all of a sudden put that stress on your upper body and it affects your lower body mm-hmm. and so you you have to like oh okay well do my 
should I bring my shoulders a little bit for, you know, you know, forward or should I lower the bar a little bit more? When I do that, it rotates my shoulders back. Mm -hmm. You know, how do I want to hold on to the bar? Do I want to grip the bar? Some people just grip with two or three fingers. Some people use their whole hand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people have uh, a closer grip to their shoulders. Others, if they have uh, less shoulder mobility, they have to have their hands out further. Mm -hmm. Um, When you do that, can you still retain um, uh, your... um, your core, your core, yeah, yeah, all yeah. that, like and your s- obliques and yes. all that, yeah. And so you know, you just have to have all that intact, and so there's just so many things and so many cues to think mm-hmm. about, and so it's not just about okay, I'm going to go in, and I now want to be a competitor, and I need to just put some weight on my back and squat it and go compete. Mm-hmm. Oh no, <laughs> well, that was a wake up call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is, this is, this is a big deal now. This isn't, it's fun, but I, it's serious right at this point. I had to get, I had to be serious. I had to be all in or check out. Yeah. There was no in between. I think, I think what you, what you're saying is such a, it's such a cool parallel or analogy with life because so often, and I think what is really neat about what your whole situation is, is that you made a decision to do something, mm-hmm. right? And whatever whatever was underneath that decision, whether it be to prove to yourself, to prove to people around you, to gain authority, to see what you're made of, whatever it was, mm-hmm. right? So you made this decision. And in making this decision, you didn't really know exactly what the road would look like. Right. You had an idea. Yes. Right? You had an idea. (laughs) And I think what was so cool was what you just said was there's like a season because I I really want, I want everybody that's listening to this to find their, like to be able to relate to you as a woman as a, because I also, I wrote this down and I hope I did all of the things right. So one, you are, you are Terrell, right? You are a woman. Right. You are a wife. Mm-hmm. You are a mother. Mm-hmm. You are a grandmother. Mm-hmm. You are an auntie. Mm-hmm. You are a sister. Mm-hmm. Which is so crazy. I know, right? When you think about all those things, right? So and a daughter. And a daughter. Uh-huh. You can, we can relate there's certain people out there that are like, oh yeah, I'm all of those things. I am, you know, and and so when you listen to those roles and the energy that is required mm-hmm. in all of those roles, mm-hmm. most people your age, because you're how old? 62. 62. Yeah. 62 years old, most people would disqualify themselves from right. what it is that you chose to do. Yep. Absolutely. And because they don't have a background, like you haven't been powerlifting your no. whole life. No, nine months. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can, can everybody just like take note of that, please? <laughs> nine months. <laughs> yeah. And what is so great is as you, as you stepped into this journey, having all these things underneath your belt and you've been through a lot in your life on on top of that sure right? mm-hmm. so on top of all those roles that are very assuming that every single one of those roles is healthy right and functioning well right and there is and there's no, always a drop down list 
underneath yeah. each one of those rolls. Yeah. Hit the drop down list. Boom, 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 boom. Hit yeah. the next drop down list. Boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's the things that you're dealing with currently. And sure. so there's this level of stress that mm-hmm. is that is there that is just in maintaining life. Right. right. Exactly. So then you think like, oh, my gosh, I own a business as well. And you guys own a couple businesses. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I'm going to put this in here and this training for this powerlifting meet is like a full-time job, but whatever. Exactly. It kind of was. <laughs> because with the way that you have to eat, sleep, yes. recover. Yes. And then train again. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. so, and then also have fun. Right. In your life. Have fun. Find Don't forget. Joy. Don't forget. Find it. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm, yes, I can. I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, Oh my gosh, my leg is crampy. What is going on? I'm having fun. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm having fun. Having fun. Joy <laughs> in suffering. But that muscle does look a lot bigger right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, ooh, I'm finally growing calves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's like there's this level, I think, of after making this decision, then you step into this space where now you are exploring all the things that could actually be like a deterrent where you're like, oh, my femurs are long. My arms are long. Right. I'm tall. Yes. Because you're almost six foot tall. Yes. Like, ladies and gentlemen, yes. my mom is not a small woman <laughs> <No>. at all. <laughs> but you're also not like a giant Mm-mm. either. No. You know, um, <laughs> just to clarify <laughs> just that. So as know, well. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you step into this place of just exploring. And I feel like that's the place where we can also disqualify ourselves again. So we make the decision to do something. Right. And then you're exploring your endurance, your strength, your body, and what's comfortable, what's not comfortable, Mm -hmm. what's hard, what's not hard, Mm -hmm. um, where your strengths are. And then, so then there's a part of that. And then you move into like really throwing around some heavy weight Mm -hmm. and knowing that it doesn't always, there's not a place where it like is comfortable, right? Right. There's a place where you know that things are like fitting, like, okay, my hands go here, my mm-hmm. feet go here. This is what I need to do mm-hmm. to not make it comfortable, but mm-hmm. to make it more functional for right. the way that my body works. Exactly. And then it's freaking go time. Mm-hmm. Then it's just like putting in work. Yeah. How many, yeah. how many days would you say, how many days a week did you train? Five. Five days a week. Mm-hmm. Out of those five days a week, how many days did you not want to train? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I honestly, mean, in- I was thinking, I was one, I thought to myself, oh my gosh, she's going to ask me this question. Um, I felt you were leading to that. Yeah. And I, so I started thinking about it prior to the you asking it. And I was just like, I'm going back and forth in my head and I'm like, gosh, I wonder if it was like half. <laughs> Yeah. Or if it was at least, you know, a quarter. Uh, You know, I think that, um, and it sounds odd, but the better I got and the stronger I got, the more I felt like, um, you know, do I need to do more? Can I be complacent with where I am? Do I have to show up today? Do I have to show up today and do the hard work? Mm -hmm. And I know enough in life, just, just in life, that you have to choose to show up every day, even if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. And so 
I would, I came up with a little routine that helped me when, you know, because I work at the gym, I had to separate, try to separate the work from the training. Mm -hmm. And so I would try to put on different hats. So I would say, you know, just in life, um, you know, when you have to go from one job to another job, just take that hat off and put the next hat on. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was, I'm going to go in my office and I'm going to get my training bag. Right. And I'm going to start. I'm going to, sometimes I have my training stuff all over the office. So I have to like put it together you know, before <laughs> yeah. I go back. So I'm like, okay. So I look around. All right. I'm going to do my checklist in my head. Right. And so it's like, okay, I have my belt. Like, what am I training today? Mondays is squats. Right. Mm -hmm. And then all the accessory work. And what do I need for squats? Mm -hmm. So I go through. So I start, I start with that. Mm -hmm. And I start thinking about, and then I pick up my program and I have all my notes on my program and I have all my notes from the, the day one before I, uh, when I started training for the first meet over on the coast. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that is like my Bible. That's like, that is uh, something that I refer to. I make, I made all my training notes up until this very last meet on that same paperwork. That's cool. And so it, uh, it was almost, it's, it, it feels like energy. It feels like power. It mm -hmm. feels like knowledge. Mm -hmm. It feels like, and, and then experience. experience. Yeah. Yeah. And so it helps me mentally prepare for what I'm going to go out and do mm -hmm. when I train. And then I take it out. I have my favorite little corner in the gym. I go over there, I get my chair and I do the same thing every time. Mm -hmm. So I think about what I need. I think about, I watch the videos that I take. Um, I don't always, in the beginning, I wasn't taking video t of myself, but because sometimes I work out alone, I have no one to train with. Mm -hmm. I um, have to critique myself. Mm -hmm. So I need those videos to watch. Oh gosh. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, and sometimes I know going into it, I was tired on that day. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, Oh, I was tired. Cause I leaned forward or my form broke here or, you know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And so I use that as a training method too. So I make sure I have my phone. Anyway, I have this little checklist and I go over and, um, that's how I mentally prepare for the day. And it's, it's like when the football players walk through the tunnel at the University of Washington, they jump up and they slap the... Uh, oh, yeah. The University of Oregon? Or, uh, yeah, the Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they're both playing each I know, other right? And they slap, you know, the, the ceiling or the, the wall yeah, you know, before yeah, they sign, come out. Yeah. yeah. And win the day, right? Is yes, what it win says? the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, kind of, I kind of think about that. Or in martial arts, when you bow at the entrance to walking into the training floor, mm -hmm. you know, I used to tell the kids it's let go of everything from this point forward. It's about training. Mm -hmm. Leave everything else that's going on in the day outside of that. Mm -hmm. Yep. When you step, when you cross that threshold, think about, and so that's what I was doing with my training. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I would put myself and so it became serious at that point. Yeah. Yeah. How long did it take you to develop that routine? Like the, cause I do know that there's something so beneficial and we've talked about it on the podcast before Lou and I have, mm -hmm. uh, very briefly, but that there is something so comforting about routine. Mm -hmm. Um, because you don't have to think about 
all of the things that you're supposed to do. It just becomes something that you automatically do. Right. How long? And I do know that there's like a rough, there's a rough start, you know, to anything like that where it's like, okay, like, I now like when I go to, when I go to your gym and I'm up on the mezzanine and and I'm you know you know the people who have who have routines right like you know that they do we even have people in here who have certain routines mm-hmm. you know and it's just and but here it looks a little bit different because people come in for a class right and so but some people will they have places where they put their water bottle mm-hmm. they will go to the bathroom before mm-hmm. class starts yep um the keys are in a certain spot when they take off their jacket it uh-huh. goes to a certain spot yeah. you know um and then also when we're at the front of the room they are in their little spots on the floor like uh-huh. we have a gal who uh has like a little corner that she like that's where she goes and she listens to mm-hmm. instructions and then we have somebody else who um likes that it's a little bit cooler so she's always by the door mm-hmm. on the front right so there's like a routine uh-huh. and then so how long did it take you in this because or let, let's say how long was the period where you were exploring like what your routine needed to be I'm gonna say about two months okay yeah so it yeah. didn't happen overnight for sure yeah okay um, can we just note that as well yeah. please <laughs> like that it's not and I just want everybody to really listen to this because it's so incredible because it wasn't it's not something that you've been doing your entire life no right and it's not no. something that you're 62 years old right and you freaking <laughs> broke world records in powerlifting at 62 years old mm-hmm. having just picked up powerlifting months before right and I just cannot like like ladies were like well your mom's been lifting her whole life and I'm like no no she I hasn't. have not oh, she hasn't and I'm no. like we need to have her on the podcast because I feel like you're yeah. just such a an inspiration to women oh, like your you. your age and anyway I keep asking you the same question and then interrupting uh when you want to answer but um yeah so about you said it was it was about two months two months Yep. Okay. So what did that time, that two month period feel like as you were establishing a routine of practice? And um, did it feel like you were like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing? What do I need to do? Yes. All those things. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, number one, it was the the one saving grace I had was that I had a program. Mm. So I say that if you're going to go into it at all, and I don't care, even if you don't want to compete in anything or, you know, but if you want to change your life, have a plan, Mm. have a program. Mm-hmm. And follow it, mm-hmm. trust it, and know it, mm-hmm. and follow it. Okay. And if you have any questions, like I did, because this was new, I brought in people that I knew who had more experience than me. Mm-hmm. I would go to them and I would ask them, you know, respectfully, this is what I'm doing, but I feel I'm feeling like this, and I'm not sure that I'm going down the right road, especially because I wrote my own program. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy a program from a professional power lifters, you know, anything like that. I Mm -hmm. took from my knowledge, Mm -hmm. my, my experience of watching my husband and my son and being around strength training, Mm -hmm. um, that sort of thing. And knowing, um, the basic ins and outs of, of, you know, coaching and, and muscle groups and Mm -hmm. knowing, you know, what you need to, how you need to be strong. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then in addition, I, you know, started 
watching a lot of, and they're all younger than me, but like by at least 30 years mm -hmm. of competitive power lifters that are out there on mm -hmm. Instagram and, you know, and um, watching a lot of their videos and, and just kind of um, immersing myself in the actual sport mm -hmm. and kind of just picked and choose, you know, little things from little cues and different things from a lot of different people mm -hmm. and thought, okay, well, I can't overwhelm myself based. What I need to do is just like you had to do when you were coming up and through the ranks in martial arts mm -hmm. was master the basics. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I kept putting that, uh, you know, that focus on my training, it was, okay, what are the basics? Mm -hmm. And so just get the basics down. And, you know, Steve's always saying, well, just do something, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> do it, just, just do it, just mm -hmm. get in there and do it. And there is something to that also, yeah, because you can overthink something to where you've just petrified your body and your body's like, oh, I don't know where to go. Mm -hmm. I'm overthinking. I don't know mm -hmm. how to move. You're freezing. Those, uh -huh, you're freezing yeah. up, all those things. And I experienced all of that, mm -hmm. every single bit of it I experienced. Mm -hmm. And I had to go, what are you doing, Terrell? Just relax a little bit, you know? <laughs> um, don't be so mechanical. Uh, so all the things that you go through when you're learning movement, you know, I experienced. Yeah. Um, but that two months, uh, I really... You know, I was a little hard on myself because I knew that I had to like learn enough to where I could go and compete in June because I had set this idea of breaking state records. And I was mm -hmm. like, I have to be strong enough. So I have to work harder. Yeah. And I have to stick to the program and I have to add weight each time. Yeah. And I have to, you know, mix things up. I have to deload. I have to do all these things. Mm -hmm. And um, so I didn't give myself a choice, really. Yeah. It was, this is what I'm doing. I promised myself I was going to do this. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and I, I, it wasn't like I didn't want to get over there and embarrass myself if I couldn't lift it. Cause I, I don't, I don't believe that I would have been embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Um, because I was just, you know, you have to be, you have to be proud of yourself, um, in a way that, you know, you're doing the hard work and you do And if you do the best that you can, mm -hmm. it's okay. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that's, that's, that's good. Cause even, you know, you think about like your initial choice and your like decision, like, this is right. what I'm going to do. This yeah. is what I want to, I want to compete even in that first meet. Right. Right. And so you go out, you do well. Yeah. And then you have another goal. You set another goal. And so then you work toward that goal uh -huh. and then you, break that goal yeah right or you know and I still you can't break believe it, it. I'm like it. oh my gosh oh my gosh where do I go now <laughs> yeah and that's kind of the that's where for the longest time like I actually didn't like uh goals because I felt like you'd work 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 you find this structure and this routine mm -hmm. and then you achieve the goal right. and then what happens right like it there is that feeling yeah and there then totally was that feeling you're like what yeah. what happens now right and so it's, is there a maintenance goal? Is there a, but for some, they won't achieve their goal as fast as you did. Right. Right. It's pretty much unheard of, I guess. That's what I keep being told. Yeah. I, I never even stopped to think about it. I didn't think, I didn't look up statistics or wouldn't even know where to start to find like, you know, how many, you know, old ladies decide they're going <laughs> to 
yeah, lift weights. Kind of power lift. And power lift and lift heavy. And, you know, yeah. what I did do is I when I researched, um, you know, there are state records, national records, and world records. Mm-hmm. And when I did the research of those, some of the some of the women's names kept coming up. The same names kept coming up. And so I would look them up and I would find out, uh, you know, uh, it, it shows on there under their records how many meets they have competed in mm-hmm. and what their results were. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, you know, 25, 35, 40, you mm-hmm. know, 40 meets. Yeah. And they've been lot. competing for 20 years. Yeah. That's 20, a lot. 25 years. Right. And so they have, um, they definitely have made this, uh, a life goal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, when I competed at world, um, you know, there, some of those ladies were there mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they befriended me on Instagram and that's, and I was like, that's so cool. And their, you know, their whole life is about, um, lifting heavy mm-hmm. and, you know, they started, like I said, in their twenties, some, and, um, it's interesting to me, you know, that, and, and I'm proud of them mm-hmm. for sticking with it for so long mm-hmm. and they just, they've, and it's their it's their life. I mean, it's some of them say it has saved their life Mm -hmm. and yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's such a good sport for women. I cannot tell you the women are so supportive of each other. Mm -hmm. The judges that I met over on the coast, you know, where the the state judges were at this particular meet also. And they were like, Terrell, it's so good to see you. And wait a minute. Wasn't that your first meet over there? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. They're like, and you're doing this one. I'm like, yeah. They're like, Oh, nothing like going from a beginning right to the top, you know, know. but you had to qualify for this meet. So it's not like anyone could just decide go to world. No, you had to have a qualifying total. So you had to have lifted. You had to, you had to be of an, of an, like close to elite level Mm -hmm. to, be able to qualify and compete for this. Yeah. And the fact that I did it in my first meet was um, impressive. Impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I never thought of it like that. Yeah. That's not why I never thought, oh, I'm going to go do this impressive thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to be fit. I want to change the look of my body. I want to be strong uh-huh. and I'm going to do it using this platform. Yeah. Yeah. Which is that's how I did it. That's that was my thought, which is so yeah. good. And I think that. You know, when we look at when we look at fitness and we look at the gym atmosphere, most people come to a place of, you know, like physical fitness, whether it be a CrossFit gym, whether it be a gym like ours or whether it be a gym like yours, Mm -hmm. where they come with like two things in mind. They want to get stronger Mm -hmm. and they want to lose weight. Right. Right. But the number one thing is probably losing weight. Right, it is. Also, like, community mm-hmm. is in there as well. It is. Um, but most people will come because they just are like, gosh, I just want to, I want to lose weight. I want to mm-hmm. I want to get fit. Or they look at, like, okay, I have to because I'm gaining weight, because I am a lot of ladies uh, who are, you know, perimenopausal. Things are starting to switch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, their, their stress levels are rising. They feel yep. really inconsistent, just, like, in their person. And... Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, I need an outlet or I just need to do more cardio because I'm getting fat or right. And so there's these or even I need to make sure that I am doing some cardio because um, I have this, this and this disease in my family. And so I need to make sure that I'm avoiding yeah. these things. So, yeah, what's really interesting is you look at 
the goals often inside of a gym are so that you don't look a certain way, right? Right. So instead of moving, and I've said this in my teachings often where we can't just look at the things that we don't want to be right, or that we don't want mm -hmm. and then, then base our current actions in the present to avoiding like all of these things, right? right? So avoiding, like, I don't want to be fat. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be like this person. I uh -huh. don't want to be like this person. So then we're like, okay, well then, so then if, and then we find success in not being something mm -hmm. rather than success in achieving, achieving something. something. Exactly. And so what's so beautiful about even like what you're talking about is, okay, so you have a goal and that goal ultimately led you to push more weight in the gym, mm -hmm. to pull more weight mm -hmm. in the gym, to eat a little bit differently, mm -hmm. to do things that you have never done before. Right. And then all of a sudden your body, because I have to say too, because I used to coach you in, you know, three, four days a week. Mm -hmm. And then um, even just looking at how different your body looks now mm -hmm. than it did even yeah. Six months ago when you did that meet at the coast. Right. Like it, it's incredible. And it's, you're not starving yourself. No. If you, anything, <laughs> if anything, you're eating more. I'm yeah. Eating more, like tons more. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what's happening? Why do, why do I need this much protein? How many days a week do I, or times a day do I have to eat chicken? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, your body has changed so much. Right. And it's what's so cool crazy. is, even in the times that you were at the gym, even the time when you were, you know, your 60th birthday when mm -hmm. we went to Mexico mm -hmm. and you were training so mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. You were, you stopped eating certain things. Right. Right. And this is like, this is what everybody does. Right. Is that they're like, I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to stop doing this. Right. So that I can look like this so I can do this. Mm -hmm. But now all of a sudden this changes and you're not like, hey, I want to do all these things. But the byproduct of you actually fighting for something yep. is a freaking rocking body right. at 62 years yeah. old. And you look strong and like and stable and solid, but you don't look like I mean, some people want to look like beefcakes. Yeah. You don't look like a beefcake, no. <laughs> but yet, you know what I mean? Like, right. you don't look like your typical power lifter right. when people talk about power lifting. Right. Exactly. You don't. You're long, I don't look you're like lean. I, I can really do what I do. What no, I you don't, <laughs> which is so cool. That's what the, the center judge, the, the guy that was, that is on the platform when you um, go to lift uh, for I shouldn't say center judge. He's a spotter. He's the center. He's the spotter that's behind you for the deadlifts. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he just, I, I remember reviewing the video and he was just kind of smiling and laughing and stuff. And I thought, I kind of wonder why he's laughing at me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wonder if I looked, did I look funny or did I enter the, 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 the platform differently? What, what happened? And he kept looking off to the side. And later I went up to him or he came up to me and he congratulated me. And he's like, you know, he's like, I don't know how you did it. You just walked out there. Just, you know, because I didn't have, I didn't, I don't really have that, um, stand in front of the bar, stare at it for a really long time, mm -hmm. you know, do the different, I have my little things that I do with my arms and my hands, you know, and stuff mm -hmm. like that, that kind of just get you set mm -hmm. and mentally prepared. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, when I, when I went to pull the weight, he wasn't worried about me falling over backwards, like, which is what a lot of people do. They set it down or at the top, you know, they'll drop it and they'll fall over backwards. And that's his job is to catch mm -hmm. you, to make sure, or if you'll pass out, you know, faint 
different things like that. Happen. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of pressure. Yeah, and so because because I I just kept thinking, why is he 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 just had a snicker on his face each time, because he's like, you just went out there effortlessly and just picked it up, and it just I didn't have I didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, and I was just like, oh. Cool, I did. Well, that's great. <laughs> no, I was like, but all those little things, right, that you find out about yourself mm-hmm. that are, you know, it all comes down to the statistics. So all these people, all these people have to, um, you know, that that run these these platforms, mm-hmm. uh, see so many different things yeah. that we don't see, yeah, and that totally. we're not aware of, mm-hmm. and so we don't know unless you're like like a judge or like a. a a, you know, a center at a ring, you know, like for you, martial arts, you know, mm-hmm. you experience so much more mm-hmm. doing the job and being there and seeing things mm-hmm. that, you know, other people would. And so same with these guys here um, at these meets. So anyway, when he yeah. said that, I was, I, I was like, oh, you know, surprised. Yeah. But there's just, it, it was, uh, it was good. It well, was really. And I think what's cool about fun. that too, is that you like found your own your own routine. Right. You know, it's yeah. similar to like golfing. Even when I first started golfing, I was just like, Oh, I was trying to figure out what my routine was like with my driver, like yeah. from, from the tee box or what I would do to set up for any of my other shots, right. you know? And I still am definitely like establishing a routine, but I found one that I really liked, but then I had people, certain people like criticize it. Like, Oh, what are you doing doing that? What are you doing doing that? And I'm like, shut up. It's my routine. You know what I mean? Like and everybody has I'm it. doing what I want to do. So and that's true. Fine. But in my head, I'm thinking, should I be doing this? Uh-huh. Because this isn't. Yep. But I've been there. When done that. I just kind yep. of find my own, my own groove. Really, that where, is what it's all about. And it's about yep. it's about finding finding your own routine. Yeah, and then, but also like sticking to it because yeah. it's what your body your body is used to. It's just like finding a routine coming to the gym. Like it's just important. It is to just find one. Yeah, and just commit to it. And if you give yourself too much freedom Mm -hmm. in the sense that it's not necessarily in restriction, but it's just like, no, this is a routine and we need routines in our lives. We do. Like, and I'm a big, (laughs) I'm a big advocate for like having places for things Mm -hmm. because it also, everything has a home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like my keys. I know where my keys are at. I know where my wallet's at. I know where my bag's at. Make your bed in the morning. I know. I used to do that. I don't do that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It was like this morning, this morning I woke up at uh, 620 and had to be at the gym at seven. That's cutting it too close. It is. It's cutting it's it pretty close. not enough time. Gosh. But, and so it's, it's to establish kind of something that is mindless, but also it's, it's just, it's comforting and for you to be it able is. to just come into the gym yes. and kind of shake off, sure. you know, the day yeah. or to kind of set your mind yeah. right and moving in a direction. Um, so I wanted to just like, let's just talk about actually what you did. Okay. Okay. So um, we did a little math beforehand. Uh, so you competed in three, uh, three different categories. Events, categories. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you did the deadlift, mm-hmm. you did the squat, and you did the bench press. Correct. Okay. So with all three of those, you used a barbell, mm-hmm. right? Which you do, for those of you that don't know, in a powerlifting meet. So there's no sandbags or anything like that or 
dumbbells or kettlebells or anything. And they're all, and they can be different weights, those Mm -hmm. bars. Yeah. So you start when you do those three lifts, you did them all in one day. Correct. Right. Which Which is is, not typically how you train. Exactly. Yeah. So that's another another level of stress. stress. Yeah. Yeah. And uncertainty of, Uh whoa. Okay. So with each one of these lifts, you basically have three attempts at each lift. Correct. Right. And so which one did you start with? You started with the squat, right? Right. Okay. Why do they start with the squat? Why do they? Yeah. Is it Um, because it's like dangerous? No, you know, I was, I wondered the same thing a little while ago and I believe the answer is it's just, um, it, you want the really big lift. Okay. Needs to be at the end because mm-hmm. which is the deadlift, the deadlift, right? Um, and your bench is in the middle, even though they're big lifts, it only takes, you're not using, and you are using your whole body, but mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're pressing with your arms mm-hmm. and, um, the squat is something that's kind of in between, I guess. And yeah. they just have you start with the squat, uh, I think it's just the progression of the muscle groups that you use. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I was like, is it because they want you to be the most fresh in that one because it's the the most dangerous? But yeah. But then I was like, but then the bench press, like that's also pretty dangerous. Yeah. I mean, not dangerous. Yeah. But I think squat is probably, if you ask me, in my opinion, the most, if you're going to use the word dangerous, it's yeah. the high, most it's high, the high risk. risk. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I would say yeah, that would make sense. Cause it's yeah. So you started with that one, which uh-huh. is not the lift that you are the strongest at. Correct. If you were to take all three. It right? is my biggest challenge and always has been. And if I ever wanted to quit training, it was because of that lift. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, f- that frustration of me not being able to, because there's certain markers, right? Oh my gosh, yes. Because you have to, what is the marker in the lift in order to have it be a quote, good lift? Below parallel. Your hips. So your hip hips have to be below, below the top of your knee. Yeah, so that's yeah. pretty low. So yeah, if you so think you about it. that femur from uh-huh. your knee to your hip, yep. if it's longer, forever, it takes a little bit longer. Ever and yeah. ever. Yeah. And for me to get to that point, and plus, um, you know, Sure. I was doing kettlebell squats and air squats and, you know, box squats and all those kinds of things prior to actually deciding I was going to, you know, putting a, put the bar on your back and do Mm -hmm. a, a, you know, a a barbell squat, Mm -hmm. um, a back squat. I uh, had not ever really, because, you know, we kind of, we have the choice when we walk into the gym to pick and choose what we want to work on. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I'm going to work on my glutes and my quads and my hammies. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to do some squats, you know, I'm going to do this. Um, you know, I'm gonna do some RDLs, whatever. And you, if you're not good at something, you usually don't want to do it. Yeah. So it was not something I ever practiced before I decided that I was going to go over. And I was thinking to myself, what are you doing, Terrell? Yeah. I mean, come on right now. Yeah. You are falling over. You are leaning too far forward because I know what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. You know, what do I have to do to correct that? Okay. Widen your stance, you know, Mm -hmm. 
put your toes out a little. I tried everything. (laughs) There's nothing on the earth that I did not try. Yeah, to make it. Yes, to finally figure out, you know, where my feet needed to be, how I felt comfortable. And I swear it would change every week. I would do really well for like, I don't know, a week or two. And then I would come in the next week. I'm like, something doesn't feel right. This isn't right. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's every time you add weight, Mm -hmm. it changes things. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, and I would fold over a little bit more. Oh, it was, it was tough. And it was tough on, on Steve when he was coaching me. Yeah. 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 It's like, You know, why are you not, why are you not getting low enough? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Which is also another dynamic. It's a whole other dynamic. It's just like, I didn't tell you to go up yet. Yeah. Well, if you, if I hadn't, I'd have kept going down. I mean, there were times in the beginning and I, I mean, this is the honest (laughs) to God truth. I would go straight to the ground and not be able to get up. I'm yeah. like, oh, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Why am I doing this? Is again? that low enough? I know. For I'm, you? Like, <laughs> I'm like, he's, you know, so there's all of that, just working through all of that and trying to figure out, um, you know, how to, how to get your body to work. But mm-hmm. that, yeah. So the squat is not my most, uh, my most, uh, exciting and it's still to this day when i think of mondays i do go oh my gosh it's monday i have yeah. to squat but i'm i have to say that the fact that i did um you know the weight that i did do uh which was what so you did the squat you did 102.5 kilos which is 225.5 pounds yeah which was five pounds more than i've ever done in the gym which is awesome so and i always did it with you know a really close spotter yeah because when i get to that below parallel sometime my bracing you know, because you have to learn, there's so much about bracing mm-hmm. your core and you have to brace with a belt mm-hmm. and that bracing. Sometimes I wouldn't get my, my breath, my intake correct. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I would exhale a little bit. And if my bracing ever broke at the bottom, I would lose all my power to come back up. And yeah. so it would kind of sink a little bit too much yeah. and it would be really difficult. Mm-hmm. And um, so if I have anything that I ever have trouble with, with my body, it's usually my lower back. Mm -hmm. So I'm always really careful with, you know, what I do and Mm -hmm. if things don't feel right, I'll just re-rack it and start over again. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I felt, I felt really good about the fact that I just picked it up and did it. And yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure that's that's adrenaline has to be adrenaline. (laughs) Yeah. So you, then you went, that was the the state record. Yes. That was the state record. Then you went to the bench press, which you got the world record in, which was 75 kilos, which is 165 pounds. Yes. So you bench pressed and set the record at 165 pounds. What was the record before? Um, do you remember what it was? I want to say it was, was it in the thirties or forties? I, be- I believe because I, I remember you like blowing it out it of the water. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like oh, let's like do maybe a half a pound or two pounds more to make yeah. it. Like you like blew it. It was only a little over a hundred pounds for the state record in June when I when I blew it away that over there, mm-hmm. and then I added another what twenty pounds to it to to break the world record. So, um, <clears throat> I think it was I think it was maybe fifteen pounds less. I think I okay. Wait, Which is no, pretty significant. No, I think it had to be twenty. It's like it was like twenty pounds. Yeah, yeah. it was. A, yeah. It was a lot. I remember yeah. that. 
It's funny how I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? I just showed up and I broke, know. I just honestly broke records. I just I showed did. up, and uh, you know, and when you get when you get your first lift, I mean, the whole idea is you have to get one lift, one legal lift in in every category. Yeah. Because if you don't, even if you set a world record in the previous lift, it won't count. Yeah. If you don't, if you're entered in full power, mm-hmm. you have to complete three legal lifts in every, in every uh, category. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for it to count. So you've got to get your first, you got to get one in. Yeah. If not, it's, gotta get I mean, one that I, there were people there that that happened and it, they were just, it was so sad. I know. You know, so sad when they don't get it and they Gosh. just realize they're out of the meat, you know? Totally. So Such you have bummer. to set, you have to go in knowing what you can do in the gym, but then you're in the gym. Mm-hmm. You're not in front of people. You're not out there in front of judges. You don't have anybody, you know, looking mm-hmm. at. You didn't just sleep in a, in a different bed. You know what all I mean? Things, like there's so many things that are different food, just outside yep. circumstances, all those things. Yeah, yep. yeah, come into so play. Funny. Yeah. Okay, and then you did the deadlift, which you uh-huh. also set the world record in, at 152.5 kilos, uh-huh. so 335.5 pounds. Right. Which is. So that was 10, almost 11 pounds more than I've ever lifted, that I had ever lifted. That's just awesome. And memory serves me right. You you looked like you had some more in the tank as yes. well. Yes. Like it definitely looked like a struggle. However, you look like you could have... Oh yeah, you could have pulled oh, yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, the CNS was not activated at that. The, the, <laughs> the central nervous system had not started shaking, so yeah. that's when we know you're at your max. Yeah, typically, <laughs> for the day or whatever. Yeah, you get that feeling, and oh, it's so I good. Was, uh, I um, I I remember thinking to myself because I was sitting out uh, right outside um, the curtain, and because I didn't want to miss my name being called freaked out about that but Mm. I was sitting there and uh all I could feel was my heart Mm -hmm. and I thought okay so I've made my first three lifts each lift I broke the world record again and again and again Mm -hmm. and I thought all right so if Steve and when you when you go into this you have a game plan Mm -hmm. okay so you know what you do in the gym for reps and you know what the records are, you know, so you have to build your lifts to get to that point for, for most people. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they usually break a world record or a record of any sort, usually on their third or their fourth lift. Mm -hmm. In order to get a fourth lift at this meet, you had to be working towards breaking an existing world record. Mm -hmm. Well, even though I had, I had owned it because I had just said it Mm -hmm. like three times. Um, like but three they, times, I, no big <laughs> And they allow you to keep going. And so your opening lift, my opening lift was, I am not going to go into this deadlift thing at the end and not break the world record in the first lift mm-hmm. because I do it over and over and over again in the gym. Mm-hmm. And most people would go 10 pounds less mm-hmm. just to make sure they get the lift mm-hmm. and to, to stay in the game. Mm-hmm. And... But I kept thinking, but that in my mind was just a number. It wasn't a possibility. The possibility of me not making this would be, I mean, how how could that happen? Because I do it over and over and over again in the gym for reps. You knew. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So I, but I always, I look to um, experienced competitors and I ask for their advice and who would I be if I didn't at least consider it or take it. Mm -hmm. So I took it for the squat and I took it for the bench. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, I just pressed, press, press, press each lift. Mm -hmm. Didn't even have a struggle in any of my bench mm -hmm. because I, I started off 10 pounds less mm -hmm. um, because I wanted to make sure, you know, I was mm -hmm. in the game. And so for, but for deadlifts, I just kept thinking, I don't want to go 10 less because if I open with that, then, then I'm going to have to make a bigger jump for the second one. And mm -hmm. I don't know what the warm-up room is going to look like. I don't know if I'm going to have enough time to warm up how my old lady body needs warming up. You yeah, know? yeah. So all the things mm -hmm. I had to, to take into consideration. It's not just about showing up, going out and lifting. You have mm -hmm. to, what is your routine in the gym? How mm -hmm. do you warm up? How, at what, where do you start with mm -hmm. your warm-up? Do you start with, I'm going to go with colors again. Do you start with yellows and blues or reds mm -hmm. or, you know, what mm -hmm. do you do? So... And are you going to have that ability? Is it going to be available to you? Mm -hmm. How many people are you going to wait in line? That sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was, I took that into consideration when Steve and I chose the lifts and the amount of uh, the jumps that I was going to take mm -hmm. weight wise. And um, so f because my lifts, I was doing so well and that's not to say that they weren't heavy people. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. everybody's like, oh, you made that look so easy. Yeah. Well, it was freaking heavy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, my last, my, on my paperwork that I gave that Steve and I, you know, he's like, give me, give me the jumps you want was 125, which was what I did in the gym for one. Mm -hmm. And I was like, or excuse me, uh, 325. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to just, I want to make sure that I at least get that because I know I can do it. Yeah. And, um, one of and the, knowing that that is hard. Yes. Knowing it was really hard because right. look what happened. I mean, my whole, my whole body was shaking. I was like, yeah. you know, yeah. I remember seeing the video yeah. and what was, what's so cool about even what you're saying is when you look at, when you look at this, it's like, we so often need, I think it's not necessarily that they're like separate things from our lives, but you know, we have our life and we have the thing, we have our responsibilities, we have mm -hmm. our bills to pay, we have our job, we have, um, you know, participation in the roles that, that we have, just like what I had mentioned, you know, as mother, daughter, auntie, grandma, right. you know, mm -hmm. wife. And then there's also you, Terrell, as a woman, right? And so, so often Terrell, the woman, gets left behind in a sense that is like, because you didn't lift, you didn't decide to do this for me. You didn't decide right. to do it for Steve. Nope. You didn't decide to do it for your mom. You didn't decide to do it for Braden or Arian, you know, mm -hmm. your your grandbabies. You didn't decide to do this. Like you did this and then you worked as hard as you did for you. Right. And so. Absolutely. You grew. And you get to say that. Yeah. And it's okay to say that. Yes. That's the problem. Yes. Yeah. It's okay to say, this is for me. Yeah. I'm not this doing is my this time. for you. Yeah. Yeah. This is all about me right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me, 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 me. You don't ever get to say that. No. No. <laughs> Which I think it's so important for women like your age, women my age, if, you know, looking at you and looking at your life and 
knowing what you've been through in your life and knowing the positions that you've served mm-hmm. and self-sacrificing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and and then also knowing women my age and what they do and they find themselves lost. But a right. lot of women my age and a little bit older, their kids are, you know, leaving the house and they're going mm-hmm. to college. And so they're like, oh, my gosh, like <laughs> what is going on? You know, and it's the it is the the narrative that we hear so often is, sure. you know, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to fight what for am myself. I capable of? Exactly. I have no idea. And so it's so it's so great to to see, I think, like I said, like I really wanted to have you on because I do feel like you're such an inspiration, but yet you are also, you're an inspiration to women who have disqualified themselves right. from doing something mm-hmm. hard because of their age, because mm-hmm. of the time, mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. because they can't do it. And I don't want to say like you are, because you are in a lot of areas in your life, you are an above average woman. Mm-hmm. And in this case with powerlifting, you don't have superhuman powers no. by any means no. as far as like I mean, in the bench press, maybe. <laughs> I know. I don't even know where that comes from. I don't it's know. It's <laughs> crazy how strong you are in the bench press. It's like, I know the record to begin with was like 100 pounds. I was like, 100 pounds? Who can't lift 100 pounds? What's that that would be about, me. Right? <laughs> who, who cannot bench press 100 pounds? And then when I went to my first meet, I was like, wow, a lot of people can't press 100 pounds. And I thought, gosh, when I was in high school, I pressed 125. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, and I was just this skinny little girl. Yeah, it's like there's definitely things that you that you're strong at. And then there's other things where you like you really had to work. (laughs) Oh, man, did I ever have you had you had to work. And and that is what I feel like women your age are afraid to do. Right. They're afraid to. Yeah. Physically Uh physically. work hard. Oh, and Um, there were times. I mean, you know, the, the, the thing is, is that. You know, we're not we're not stupid. We're not dumb. We know. Mm-hmm. We know that when we make a choice, sometimes it's like if you're going to lift heavy weights and you understand the science behind what happens to the muscle, it's going to be painful. Yeah. It's going to hurt. You're going to have days to where you're aching so bad you can't stand it. Mm-hmm. But you have to stay. It's all about focus. You have to mm-hmm. stay focused and you have to go into it. If you go into it knowing mm-hmm. that that's the scenario, you have no excuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you don't get to quit. Yeah, or it, it's like it's like women who want what you have but are not willing to work for it. Yeah, or they want they're like, oh Chantal, I want your I want your arms, I want your biceps, uh-huh. or I'm afraid that if I start and then there's the other side, I'm afraid if I start working out, then my arms are going to look like yours, and I don't want mine to be, you know, as. And I'm like, you don't have the discipline for your arms to look like mine, right? And that's like you, you don't, you don't have the discipline to, and even like with the way in which you are, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's, and this is going to sound kind of harsh, but I really do feel like it's very true in your situation and in mine of like, oh, if I start doing what you're going to do, if I just start a routine that then I'm going to look like you, right? but you know, or they're going to start a routine and they're going to be able to break world records like you did. Right. No. (laughs) Starting is the very first, like making the decision is the first step. And then after making that decision, then you have to put in the work. Show up. Yes. And show up means, it doesn't mean just get in your car and, you know, 
come through the front door. Mm-hmm. It means when you go in the back, you and you have to be involved in what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's different when you have a personal trainer or a coach and someone's like, okay, here's your program for the day. Mm-hmm. You know, you haven't had to think about what muscle groups work with what you haven't had to think about. Um, you just show up and it's there and mm-hmm. you're doing it, which is still, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's okay for someone who, who, who that's their lifestyle mm-hmm. and that's what they want. They don't want to have to think about things, but when you decide you're going to set a goal and you want to break a world record or you want to be the best you version of you, you can be mm-hmm. physically and strength wise. Mm-hmm. It's good to be involved in the programming. It's good to understand why the programming is the way it is. It's good to understand, you know, and make that mind muscle connection. It's good to understand why you failed that mm-hmm. day. Why did I fail? Mm-hmm. Why was my training so crappy today? Mm-hmm. What's what what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, um, why am I not recovering? You know, mm-hmm. what is it? And then to sit down and go, okay, well, I had this outside influence today. Mm-hmm. Um, emotional, you know, we're emotional beings. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes, especially when you're doing something hard, it brings up external emotions, you know, mm-hmm. things that may be going on during the day or what, what, what happened. And so you have to, you can take a look at those, but that's not a reason to quit. Yeah. That's not a reason to give up. No. That's just a statistic of, okay, this is what happened this mm-hmm. day. Tomorrow, I'm, you know, next time, tomorrow's another day. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go in and I'm going to do, I'm going to do this. There's been times to where I have been trying to get a squat over and over and over and over again below parallel when I've added 10 pounds to it. Mm-hmm. And it makes me so angry that on my rest day, I'll go in just to do it. Mm-hmm just to make sure I got it down mm-hmm. because I, 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 I can't, I, I, I think to myself, maybe, maybe I didn't try hard enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe t- today was a crap day. You know, I had a lot of, lot of issues with like employees or mm-hmm. something going on in the gym. And, um, so today was just a crap day. Mm-hmm. I'm, I can't go a week without knowing that I haven't put up enough hard work yeah. <laughs> you know, to bury this squat. Yeah. And so, and and I'll do it by myself. Yeah. You you have to be able to know that you, you know, and, and you have to learn to do things like train without music in your ears. Mm-hmm. You have to learn to like internalize and really feel and pay attention and focus on all those things and not have to depend on external things to give you that extra oomph or that extra mm-hmm. whatever. You have to find it within yourself mm-hmm. because in the end... That's what's going to get you to your goal. Mm-hmm. Because what happens if you forget your music? Oh, that special song mm-hmm. that gets me all revved up. No, you have to you have to get revved up and you have to learn to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in your own head. Yeah, you create have to your be, own cues. Yeah, create, present mm-hmm. and connected. Yeah, no yeah. excuses. Yeah, there yeah. there may be things that are truly outside things that do you know, help to create a a bad lift or whatever Mm -hmm. during the day. But it's not an excuse Mm -hmm. to like be okay with, um, you know, letting it happen again. You have to learn from it. Go, okay, well, you know what? Mm -hmm. Half hour before I go out and lift, now I know. Mm -hmm. I need to walk for a little bit outside. Most most people, you know, I'm just trying to relate this back to ladies who don't, who don't power lift. Right. You know what I mean? Like who don't, understand this but can relate it to something that they're doing in their lives or not doing right it's like 
your as the weight gets heavier, as you get stronger, you have an ability to be under tension for a longer period longer of time. Period of time, like yeah. you are, you're more comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, being under tension for a longer period of time mm-hmm. because ultimately, it is changed from when you lift a light weight, you lift it off the ground, you squat it, you push it, you press it, whatever, mm-hmm. and when it's lighter it moves faster right and so then when we add weight to it we expect it or want it to move just as fast but it doesn't right and so that's where i feel like sometimes where women especially like they aren't very comfortable with time under tension right and so long a longer period of time under Mm -hmm. tension because it's hard it's super hard it's hard because it's it's not it doesn't just like pop up. It doesn't look pretty. Um, no. Because it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't like, at all. All the pictures I took of you, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know, you're like, beautiful, but I, it looks like I you're- look like a cabbage patch head. <laughs> yeah. doll well, head. just like anybody, everything is bright red. <laughs> Veins are popping out everywhere. Everywhere, you know? It's, it's not like-, like you... Are her eyes going to stay in her head? What's <laughs> yeah, going on right yeah. now? <laughs> I know. And so it's, it's like when, you know, carrying a heavy sandbag in here, ladies are like, oh my gosh, I want to carry the 200 pound sandbag. I want to be able to pick it up off the ground like you right. do. So I'm like, have you seen me pick it up off the ground? Yeah. And they're like, yes. And you make it look easy. I'm like, well, it's not it's easy. Not. <laughs> it's actually very uncomfortable and very odd and uh-huh. awkward. And But it's when you're willing to, you want it bad enough to where you're willing to shake a little bit. You're willing to maybe pop yeah. out a little fart here and yeah. there. Or, all the things. You know, right? all, the, all the things that yeah. happen. Um, and I just think that, like I said, this is, it's such a good reminder to women who are, you know, older mm-hmm. and to not disqualify themselves yeah. from, from something that is hard, that's physically hard. Uh-huh. Um, and we can look at things that are intellectually, you know, challenging. And we feel like when we get older, we need to change and switch things to less physical things, but Mm -hmm. that is not true by any means. You know, even a a woman your age, lifting heavy weight is actually very important for you. Like it's, it's so important for you. And, and so, but yet we feel like we just need to be doing more cardio and we need to do, um, you know, when really it's like, no, we actually just need to stress Mm -hmm. our muscles a little bit more, lift something that's a little heavier. And so I feel like, you know, if, because we're we're coming up on our time here but i just want to remind ladies out there that there are women who are doing hard things right that are your age or they are older exactly and yeah. and they are they've set and their mind it's never mind. too late to start exactly it's just never too late to start yeah yeah they set their minds set your mind on a goal yeah. and and look at like, okay, and if the first time that you attempt to achieve that goal, if you get it, the goal is, it's not big enough. Mm-mm, it's not. It's not. No. So it needs to be like yours with world records. Mm-hmm. Could you break the world record with your squat and with your deadlift the first time that you started lifting? No. No. Like you obviously built up to that, yes. right? And now that you set these, mm-hmm. now you're going to break those mm-hmm. and then you set, right? Or whatever that exactly. looks like in your future. Yeah. Or a 200 pound bench. A 400 pound dead. Yeah, there we go. 
And we all know I hate squats. Yes, so we, we all have know to that. like. Yeah. <laughs> like, do I want to stand? I'm. I, I. I thought about it the other day. I was like, it's just going to be whatever it is. It is. I'm like, I yeah. Just wanna, uh, just. I don't care if I add five pounds. I don't care if I had three pounds. Just get better, Terrell. Just keep keep doing what you're doing with yeah with yeah those jank squats. Yeah. Someone said to me, "Well, Terrell, why don't you just enter push pulls, which would delete the squat, right? Yeah. And I think, I don't know. You know. To the measure of strength mentally and physically it takes to do a full power, all three lifts, mm -hmm. is to me so rewarding and yet scary, but I did it. Mm -hmm. And that's to do the push-pull and not have an injury reason, mm -hmm. right, to me is a bit of a scapegoat. Yeah. It's a bit of a no, 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 no. You know, I I want to I want to still do the full measure. I want to still come I want to compete in all three. Mm -hmm. And um it doesn't matter. You know, we can't not do things because we're not the best at them. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. I mean, we that's can, the, but what is that saying about us? That's I I I just I don't even I don't I don't even like I've never I can't even consider that. Yeah. in my life. I yeah. mean, because you know, even just with doing home improvements and stuff, mm -hmm. I don't know how to do that. Well, I'm, I'm one of those people. Um, I'm, I'm going to figure try. it out. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. I'm going to make it happen and figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, maybe that's, maybe it's a personality thing. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know either. I, I, uh, well, Mom, it was fun. It was great. It was such a pleasure having you on. Well, thank you. Yeah. I loved uh, just getting <laughs> to chat with you about this. And um, I do have to say, as your daughter, just watching you work towards this goal was incredible and to know too that Aww. when you work on something like that for yourself mm -hmm. it it affects the people around you and so knowing that too like as as I mean even though your grandsons were in the back of the room playing their video games when people were up there yeah. lifting weights yeah. they were there yeah. they know that oh, their yeah. grandma and their grandpa broke world records yeah they know that their dad does the same like you mm -hmm. know is also an incredible and strong power lifter and right and so but the the people that are engaged the women even like some people that were from our gym they drove all the way to eugene to they watch did. yeah you compete it was so um so incredible and the people that they just the people that I engaged with on Instagram after posting all the things like mm -hmm. people that I haven't heard from in years, they are they're inspired mm -hmm. by you. And so when they go to do something that they might not be able or they might not be able to do right then in that moment. Right. Or they're questioning whether or not they should or they can. Right. You know, even in conclusion from like what you just said, like, don't be afraid of the hard work. Yeah. And hard work is hard work. It is hard. The word hard means that's what it, that's what it means. Yeah. yeah you if gotta it's know. not hard, yeah. it's not hard. Exactly. Like hard is hard. Hard is hard. That's why we say it's hard work. This isn't going to be easy. And you know, there were, I, I, many, many women had said to me, I just, can I come in and train with you? Can I come and train with you? And I'm like, sure. But you know, these are my expectations. Understand that obviously you're not going to lift as much weight as me, you know, during the training. And, um, it was, the challenge was always comparison. So they were half my age, mm -hmm. they're in their thirties and they didn't understand why they couldn't lift as much as me just because they were half my age. Which is such a 
big bunch of bull. And it kept, it's like so and they would insulting. All quit. Everybody would quit. Everybody would quit. Yeah. Everybody, and they would get really frustrated and they, they just, and they weren't supportive of me and they're nice people, great mm -hmm. people. Uh, so it, it got, um, it it's got so it insulting. A, oh, that's it, like, as your daughter, it's, it's so a, insulting it was for them to expect that they can yeah. come in and lift Everybody. the same amount of weight as you just because you're an old lady, just because a quote, yeah, old lady, a quote, old lady. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true. And that's what they would say. And they would say, I apologize, you know, for mentioning this, but you know, you're, you're so much older than me. You're old. And I, I don't, and I'm a, I'm a CrossFitter. I don't understand why I can't, you know, lift that's as okay. much you as you don't have lifting. to understand. You just have to. <laughs> You just have to be willing to put in the work. Well, what I would, yeah, well, where I would show them was the accessory work. People have to understand that it's not just about the compound lifts. It's mm -hmm. all the accessory work you put in after those. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I'm pulling a 50 pounder and they're taking a 20 pounder off the rack. Mm -hmm. Well, come on, challenge yourself, move up, you know, be progressive in your weights. Mm -hmm. And anyway, those are the kinds of things that I guess if I were to say to anyone that you know, wants to train with someone who's really dedicated to uh, their sport is just be prepared. Don't go in thinking that it's an age thing or anything like that. Just mm -hmm. be prepared to to put it all out there and be okay with learning from people. Yeah. And uh, you have to start somewhere. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Don't expect to be on the same level as someone else just because of age. No. Yeah. No. There you go. Well, awesome. Well, all right. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of the Dear Life I'm In podcast. Yes. Um, you can, uh, where can people find you on Instagram if they want to follow you? Um, what is your handle? It's uh, Terrell.Adams. Okay, and yeah. then the gym? The gym is Urban Fit Medford, Medford. I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Urban Fit Medford. Great. And and then my uh, my stepdad Steve, he is Pops the Viking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can also find me at Chantel.Dayton on Instagram. You can find Drop Gym at uh, Drop Gym Medford and Drop Gym Effect. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks again for joining us, Mom. This yeah. was awesome. You're welcome. I love you. I love you too. I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>